Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in your everyday life. Hey everyone, Pastor David here with Pastor Bob Wilk and Liz Jones, and today we're talking about accountability. So Pastor Bob, what's the worst sin you've ever committed? I want to hold you accountable for it. <laughs> you, you is want, that what accountability is? Do you is? want them in chronological order <laughs> <laughs> or A through uh, yeah. you know, Z? I don't know. <laughs> Z? Yeah. Let's start with the A's, okay? <laughs> yeah, why not? Is that what accountability is? It's oh, like... yeah. It's calling people out on the rug and mm-hmm. humiliating them. Just making yeah. a list. That's it. Making checking a list, it checking it twice. <laughs> You'll find out who's naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> wow. What does it mean? What does it mean that we're accountable? What's accountability? You want to know my worst sin? Oh, it's okay. idolatry. Come on. Okay. Everybody knows that. Yeah. How so? I made me God. Oh. Mm, well. Worship yourself. Oh, yeah. You became your own standard of right I feel, and wrong. I feel funny now. I think I'm the only one in the group that feels that way. <laughs> oh, no. You I, are. Yeah, I know. We're all, we're all idolaters. We're just here to judge you. This is I'm actually gonna, an intervention. That's yeah, actually yeah. what this podcast so is. I'm going to leave now and go repent. <laughs> and oh, I'll be not. back at the end of this. So you held yourself accountable. Is what you just did? Uh, no, I think Jesus called me on oh. the rug. <laughs> and then, then it was uh, like, oh, he's like, there can be only one God, and you. And he said, you, and he said, you don't make a very good God. Oh, man. <laughs> and that was news to me. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. thought I was doing pretty. Good I know at that. I don't make a good God, but sometimes I'm okay with that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know how to respond to that. How should I hold you accountable with grace? You asked. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. Isn't that the root of it? We, I mean, it's like we think that we're our own God. Oh, yeah. And no one, there's no one outside of us that will hold us to account and say the way that you thought you were living was actually not in line with, um, with what you were called to live. And I don't think he does that with a mean, punishing spirit. I think he's like, hey, I'm going to hold you accountable, so use what I've given you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to come alongside you. I'm not going to leave you with, you know, by yourself to figure it out either. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put people around you um, to remind you of my standard. But at the root of it is it's like when people aren't accountable, um, it sounds harsh, but the root of that is to say, well, there's really no higher judge than my own opinion of myself. There's not a real God that I need to fear and that I need to align my life with his ways. Um, so I, yeah, I think that could be at the root of it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad God finally showed you that pastor Bob. Oh no, he shows me every day. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a, we're in the A's yeah, still, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we haven't even gotten. Yeah, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you guys be able to define accountability as teachers of God's word? Like what's biblical accountability? Let's throw that out there. Yeah, silence going on here. I know. 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 Um, Accountability, I believe, is well. I mean, it's not that complicated. I want to say. I don't think it's like this ethereal. I think if we make it complicated, we can get around being accountable. (laughs) I think it's really the concept that there will be a requirement to answer for what we do or don't do. I think that there's a. It's just understanding that there will come a time when everything will be looked at and examined and measured. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's, and we can do that now or we can wait till the end 
and just hope for the best. <laughs> hope for the best. Hope for the best. <laughs> if we judge ourselves, we'd not be judged. Pay me yeah. now or pay me later. <laughs> but yeah. you're going to pay. <laughs> yeah. No, God's not a God of judgment. Come on now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't, unfortunately. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. For some. He doesn't he is. count all that stuff. He doesn't. You yeah. know. <laughs> um, what kind of things are we accountable for, Pastor Bob? Wow. Where do I begin to tell this story? What things am I accountable for? Start with A and go to Z. Uh, I'm first accountable for my life with Jesus. Um, how I conduct it. Um, how it's um, how I bear it before Him. How it's you know if I will allow Him, and I do mean allow Him, to uh, enter my life, examine it, and um, be okay, not just okay, invite. Matter of fact, I think at the root of accountability is this invitation. Hmm. Like it's in either invent, in, in inviting Jesus into, a, you know, our, and the, the Father and the Holy Spirit into a place where they can examine our lives and bring to us truth, not just a little fairy tale life that we live, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the same thing, because it's not just, it's not good enough just to be with Jesus that way. Because with people around us, and I mean, people around us, uh, which is the hard part, by the way, because that's the part we get to work out here on earth. You know, the accountability Jeez, yeah. before God, ultimately, that's, you don't have to worry about that. You're going to deal with that one right. way or the other. But on earth, he's basically uh, giving us the opportunity to, to uh, train us, to exercise our, um, and I, I'm going to tie this into authority, by the way, so it's interesting, our authority in our lives to receive someone into our life, to receive input from people to um, accept it. I'm not saying blindly accept it, but having an open um, heart willing to receive, especially something you don't like, Mm, especially some correction or, and the other side of this, because a lot of times people think (laughs) accountability and they get this bad taste in their mouth, like, oh, it's Mm. some guy telling me how bad things are. It's like, it can also be how well things Mm. are. I mean, right, and that, right. that's another part of accountability. See, I actually think in thinking about this earlier today, I was talking to Jesus about it. And I think accountability falls in with a lot of other things in Christianity that we have this taboo against generally. People are like, whoa, like repentance. When you use the R word, people are like, ah, you, will, you know, and did I just scream into the microphone? I'm sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, Rose. I blew your eardrums out. Um, but the reality is repentance is God saying, Come here, mm-hmm. right? It, it's not, it, it, you know, it's a turning, come here. You're going mm-hmm. the, come here. So there's this pulling into him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, and most people go, repentance. Oh no, you had to repent. You know, it's <laughs> like, yikes. So we put this connotation on things that are supposed to, they are not supposed to, they are great, but mm-hmm. we put this connotation that they're, they're not good. The same thing happens with accountability. Mm-hmm. The exact same thing. As soon as someone's unaccountable, oh, you want to tell me how to live my life. Mm-hmm. You want to tell me what I'm doing wrong. You're, and so they pull away from it. And reality, accountability before God, he's drawing you into himself, showing you more of what he wants revealed in you and what is being revealed in you. So you can take account of those things and go, oh, okay, so these things are actually in me. Mm. Like I actually have them. Now, how do I let them develop in me, how I let them come out of me and fruit that, you know, there's, there's a process, right. Mm -hmm. But 
it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. And the things that have to go have to go. Like, yeah. you know, like, hey, you got cancer in you. Mm. Just ignore it. <laughs> you know, uh, that's not a good thing, right? A good per- a person that loves you would go, hey, you got that. Let's pray for your healing. Well, yeah? I think that's yeah. the yeah. thing that's about accountability <laughs> is that it brings you to a place of decision. And yeah. that's, I think, as people, we don't love that. <laughs> we don't mm. like being brought to the place where it's like, okay, here's what's in front of you. Here's the realities. Now choose. You're either going to either continue and what you're doing or make a change. Yeah. And that's, and that, I think that's why people avoid it because we don't like being brought to a place of um, recognizing the need for change, mm-hmm. um, recognizing the need for repentance, like changing the way you think, right? Change mm-hmm. the way you're acting, change the way you're living. Yeah. And here's the, here's the benefits. Here's what you have before you, right? Like God, like here's life, here's death, choose. Yeah, And that's hard to be. I mean, we don't like that as people, but it's so necessary because otherwise we just live in delusion. We live yeah. in this, this thing that we construct in our own minds that's of good. reality and it may not be reality at all. And like you're saying, that could be, you know, um, sometimes I think like we're like, oh, people, someone's going to call me on what I'm not doing. Right. <laughs> and so we get in this like m- mindset of just like, well, I'm doing fine. I don't need anyone to tell me. But other times, and I've had people come to me and like, I just feel like my life is like not being effective. I'm not doing anything. I'm not making any progress. You know, and they're completely in this delusion of um, depression and despair. And it's like the accountability is like, no, look at what's happened. Like you've, you've come this far, you've done this, like God has worked this change in you. You're affecting this here. You're ministering here. And that's accountability as well. Like remember, like look at the reality Mm -hmm. of where your life is and come out of the place of like where everything seems totally um, dark and gloomy or like, Oh, everything's fine. And I'm doing perfect. And yeah, it's taking stock of where you're running headlong, you know, to the cliff. Right. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's, uh, you know, people can bury themselves in that, like saying Mm -hmm. that uh, delusion of despair and uh, condemnation Mm -hmm. and things and and accountability. If you're willing to submit yourself to it now, that's the big part of it. Mm -hmm. But if you're willing to do that uh, on both ends, both on corrective end and on the, you know, the assessing that the greatness that's happening yeah. and the, and the God that's happening in right. you. Um, if you're willing to submit yourself to that, it has great, great benefits. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, I'm going to bring one of my thoughts from the mountain out. See this oh. in, in my hot little hands is this thoughts hot from the mountain. This is, I rarely bring these out for our podcast, but I felt this morning I was supposed to like, there's some things in there and I'm going to read the first one to you. It's, it's the last one. Actually, I, I felt like I have to do it backwards. Shall be yes. First shall be last. Accountability has the power to bring clarity. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're talking about. People when they're in condemnation or despair and stuff, they don't have a clear picture of, first of all, who they are, but also the possibilities of getting out of where they're at. Right. Right. They have no clarity in that. So it's like when you set up a, a you know, books or accounting or a budget for somebody, mm-hmm. when they come to you with that, they're totally in despair. They don't see clearly and their uh, accountability will help bring it uh, simplicity to it. And in a, you know, a, a, you know, established priorities and bring it in order so there's a clarity. And then what happens when a person applies themselves to the accountability, it becomes really clear to them along the way, oh, wow, we're getting out of this. We're doing better. Yeah. That happens spiritually also. It happens naturally. It happens spiritually. Yeah. It happens uh, in our soul. 
Probably yeah. happens in our soul more than anything. I mean, bibl- the biblical terms for this is walking in the light. Yeah. Bringing yourself mm-hmm. into the light. Mm-hmm. It says in John 3 that those that walk in darkness and wickedness don't come to the light. Right. They don't invite that into their life because it does bring a clarity that removes sympathy for sin. Right. I mean, a lot of the big mistakes people make in Christianity with accountability, I've been in quote unquote accountability groups where like everyone <laughs> struggled with the same sin. Right. And it was just like, oh, cool. Like I'm not the only one that does this. And it almost confirms you in your sin. Mm-hmm. Right. And you need to get accountability from people that are not struggling with the same sin as you because they can, like you said, they can direct you and say, here's the way out. Right. Yeah. Maybe I've struggled with this in the past, but here's the way out of this sin. Come into the light. Yeah. Don't just sit in the darkness with other people who are in darkness right. in that area. It doesn't mean they're in darkness as a person. It means like in that area of their life, they haven't come out. And I think that is a huge benefit of accountability is you can actually come to someone who's gained victory in an area or who's walking in a gift on the positive side of, mm-hmm. of accountability. Mm-hmm. If you want to grow as a prophet, an evangelist, a, a helper, a, someone who's an intercessor, right? You go to somebody that's in that place operating and they can say, here's how you get where I'm at. If you, yeah. if you bring yourself to it and if you make these changes and it shows you a direction, it shows you clarity. If you're sitting in darkness, you're like, oh, well, at least there's other people in the dark with me. Right. I can't really see them, but I think I feel them. I smell them. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's we're all getting, here together. Right, we're all getting along in our st- yeah. bad stuff together. I love that uh, that uh, what you're talking about there, that accountability is, like, is actually bringing light because people don't know what they stumble at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? exactly. Because they're, right. they're in the dark, right? right? And mm-hmm. so it brings this light of his grace and his, uh, like I said, clarity to a situation mm-hmm. And it opens us up for great possibilities, actually, mm-hmm. in so many so many ways mm-hmm. um, that we. I think it's very uh, we underestimate what uh, accountability can really do for us. We just yeah. we don't. Yeah. But it really does take us submitting to it. And there's no if you don't, then you're just playing, you know. And it's a hard thing to do uh, for mm-hmm. a lot of people because it it requires some kind of yieldedness. You know. Well, you can wait for someone else to bring out your issue or you can bring it out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you even also then, might wait yeah. too long. <laughs> even then, if they bring out your issue and you're not mm-hmm. receptive, uh, it's not going to do you mm-hmm. any good. I mean, right. I think at the, the root of um, accountability, benefiting from accountability is the desire to grow, mm. right? Is the desire to mature, is the mm, desire yeah. to, to come into closer relationship with the Lord, to um, excel in... Um, your Christian walk, you know, like to mature as a person and not be tripping over the same things all mm-hmm. the time and getting past where you are. So yeah. ultimately it requires a heart that has decided, I don't want to stay the same. I want, I want to grow. I want to mature. And mm-hmm. even then um, there's whether or not we're received from the Lord, right? Cause he's our first place of accountability. He's the one, he will always tell you the truth. <laughs> he will. And he'll do it in love Yeah. All, every, every time. There's never a time when he won't speak the truth in love to you, but we have, to, and then we have to decide what to do mm-hmm. with that. And, but same thing with people, you know, it's like, you can invite people in, yeah. you can invite people in to speak to your life and then still be like, well, I'm not, I'm not doing that. They're not hearing from me. <laughs> yeah. Just it's it's all about where you have positioned your, your Okay, heart. thoughts from the mountain. Oh. I'm gonna help solidify the your monk in the mountain. Yes, the mountain thoughts. Accountability is the ground that humility can grow out of. Okay. Yeah. It, it because it grows well, because we need so humility. Yes, that's <laughs> mystical. 
you must grow into grow. No, <laughs> um, but uh, humility is a, such a wonderful fruit, mm-hmm. you know, that comes from our lives. Um, but without accountability, I don't believe it actually has the possibility of growing in our lives and, and being demonstrated in our lives mm-hmm. because we. Uh, and by the way, when I say humility, I'm not talking about I'm a worm. I'm sitting in the corner of worm from I actually when I think humility, I think of power, I think of anointing, I think of strength, I think of yeah. and I believe that when a person's actually humble, they have tremendous power in their life. Yeah, because who comes across yeah. as weaker than a self absorbed, self seeking yeah. person that just makes yeah. it all about them. So there's so much strength in, in humility. And it takes um like you said, I think humility grows when you're willing to um, to take risks of humility and say, yeah. you know, I'm going to put myself aside because this sin is wrong. I need help with it. Right. I'm going to confess it to someone. Yeah. Um, I'm going to confess it to God first and then to the people that mm-hmm. it affects and then to the people who can help me get right. out. That takes a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just sin. It's like, Hey, God's called me to this and I'm not, I'm not there. So let me, let me admit that. Let me tell my struggles to people and say, will you run with me? Will you help me? Will you remind me? Um, and will you tell me when I'm procrastinating and lazy and I'm not, I'm not pressing right. forward because humility is recognizing where, where God is, is calling us to and that we're not there yet. And yeah. it's just admitting the truth. Yeah. Right. It's a, that's, it's confessing. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like walking in the light, saying confession, saying the same thing as God in the Greek. Yeah. It's, um, I'm not going to try to pronounce the word, but it's, you know, it's saying what God says to you about you yeah. and saying it to other people. And I think that people shrink back from that because it can be very painful um, to admit the truth, <laughs> yeah. to stop suppressing the truth and say, like, I'm falling short here. And guess what? I'm, I don't have it all put together and I'm not this great spiritual giant. I need other people. I need God. I need encouragement. I need to confess. I need to be forgiven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, none of that is alien to Christianity. Without that, you just have a sham. You have right. a complete mockery of, of what Jesus brought, <laughs> I yeah. believe. Well, I do think, yeah, there is a recognition that there's something outside of myself that I need, that I am not the, the, Oh, we're getting to the idolatry thing. (laughs) The end all be all, you know, that there, I actually have a need (laughs) for something outside of my perspective, my way, my experience, my vision, my thoughts. Like maybe I'm not seeing something totally. Right. Right. I mean, in reality, (laughs) Neither, none of us see things totally right? Mm -hmm. because we have our perspective. We have our angle. We're looking, we have our lens. We're looking through where we're looking through our hopes, our dreams, our fears, our insecurities, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And someone else may be seeing much more clearly, you know, what the places in our lives that we're, we're blind to, or we're avoiding looking at (laughs) and a a true friend or someone that's been invited in that spot will, Mm -hmm. they will speak that to us. Yeah. And there's a huge temptation to be hyper-spiritual and say, well, you know, I asked Jesus about it. I asked him to search me. Um, He didn't tell me anything, you know. Um, Oh, he told me about this, so I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm sinning directly against this person, but I'm not going to hold myself accountable. I'm not going to confess to them, you know. Um, I really think this is important. I think there's a lot of people confess their sin to people, you know, that aren't affected by it and not to the people that are actually affected by that sin. Mm -hmm. Because that's where you feel the pain of what you did. Right. And the pain is necessary for you to change. <laughs> and it's, it, you deserve to feel that in a way. 
you can't just escape it by saying, well, I told my AA group or I told my accountability group or I told this, but you, you didn't make restitution. You didn't actually own up to the people that you wounded and that you affected. So how can you walk with Jesus if you're hiding those things? If you're not willing to be real in front of people that you're living with, even in all your glorious shame, right? <laughs> just in all of like, hey, I fell short here. Right. How can you grow from that? Like Liz said, that's the goal is to grow. Well, yeah. that's the whole thing in Matthew, right? Where he's like, you can come to me and be in worship and bringing your gifts. He's like, mm. but if there's something wrong in your relationship with a brother, like leave mm -hmm. your worship, leave your altar and go and make it right. Like yeah. there's the priority. There's godly accountability. He's like, don't just delude yourself with your religious service. <laughs> yeah. I wish he had made that a little clearer, you know? It's such a deep, dark yeah. saying. It's hard yeah. to, it's really hard to really understand that, isn't there? You Shouldn't know? I atone for my own sin with sacrifice <laughs> right. before God? Maybe it's been in the spirit. Go into the Wait a minute. spirit. What happens if I have a really good worship time? Yeah. <laughs> then it's okay. You can do whatever you okay. want with people. <laughs> you know, God puts people in, uh, you know, we're in this thing to, together for right. a reason. Like, we need each other. And God made the, made it this way, and so when we take ourselves out of God's plan, yeah. uh, we, you know, we're just excluding. We ultimately will exclude Him. Actually, I believe if yeah. you don't, if you can't submit to people around you uh, and have accountability to people around you, you're never going to be accountable to God. Mm -hmm. He's just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. you, if you, it's like, hey, practice this in reality in your life, and then we can do the whole spiritual thing here. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, as a as a pastor, Bob. Uh, and a man of the mountain, a man mountain of the man. mountain's wisdom. Mountain man. How would you give people advice if they're like, okay, I want to, I want to start adopting accountability. I want to bring myself into the light. Um, who should they come to? Where should they start? What would you say? Well, um, there's a couple of things. I, accountability is really setting the book straight, right? So, mm -hmm. the, I liked what you said earlier. If you, if you've done an offense directly against somebody, there's some things that you have to make right there. Yeah. That you know, you have to take care of business right where it's happening. There's also a side of it where some things you should go to someone <laughs> that you know has the spirit of God, has the word of God, has your life and concern in, in them. They, they care about your life. Yeah. Um, and they are authorized by God to care for your life because you can just go to anybody and just like, I did this. You know, it. they may not hold you accountable. They may not feel, but not just feel, they may not be authorized to hold you accountable, okay? Um, I know at some level we all are in each other's lives, but there's a reality of, you know, some things that people are into, they need somebody who's actually been anointed to take care of that business. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you wouldn't go to your... You know, to uh, you know, your a massage therapist to deal with your your finances, right? They're they're they've been trained and authorized, and in God, they're trained and authorized by Him, yeah. right? And so, I think uh, people need to be careful who they go to, because with some people, they might just get, oh yeah, oh yeah, uh -huh. I feel bad for you, oh yeah, oh, I've done okay. that too, yeah, God will forgive you, <laughs> you know, but not really. Uh, have the boldness or the anointing authority to tell them, yeah, God will forgive you, but you better take care of this first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? This is completely wrong. Yeah. Like, or say the clarity. it's wrong. Right. You know, I remember I, yeah. just to be transparent, I was like confessing lust as a younger person and people would be like, oh yeah, that's, let's pray for you. Like every man struggles with that. Right. 
And it was like, oh, okay, all right, y'all yeah, try to do better. There was never any healing. Right. Nobody was like, this is adultery. This is fornication. Yeah. Stop. Right. Like nobody was willing to do that until much later in my life and bring that. And like they didn't have the authority or maybe they, their own consciences were corrupt so they couldn't feel like they would speak to that. You need somebody that's in a place, like you said, that can actually say like, all right, yeah, this is wrong. Let's, let's call it what it is, but there's a way to move forward <laughs> in grace, right? Yes. So. There's a lot going into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There is. So um, I just wanted to ask Liz, um, how do you practically put it in your life, accountability or walking in the light? How do you go about setting that up for you or do you? Yes, okay. I do because I need it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I have invited, uh, invited my leaders to speak into my life and not just one time. I, I remind them <laughs> like, you know, you have the place to speak. Like if you just need to tell me, like knock it off or snap out of it or whatever, yeah. please do that. Just, yeah. you know, just tell me the truth. And yeah. so, um, my leaders, I've invited them into that place. And the, and again, this is key because a lot of times we'll do it once mm-hmm. and then people just go on and they're like, well, they never, see, you know, it's like, no, people actually need to be like continually, not every, all the time, but like every now and then just remind them like, no, you I still want you in this place in my life because sometimes you can get unsure and life happens. And mm-hmm. that's just part of keeping ourselves in relationship is yeah. like that. Um, renewing of that invitation. Well, I think it actually helps the person too that well, you're inviting into it that they can remember again, like, oh, oh yeah, they do want that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, keeping that relationship is, uh, it, it takes some work. Mm-hmm. It's not a one-time thing and we're done, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, right. it's And it's establishing the relationship and reinforcing the, re- it's like telling your wife, you know, when you got married, I love you, honey, and never saying it again. <laughs> Hey, if any you know anything changes, mm-hmm. I'll let you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, that's going to be great relationship. It's the same thing with accountability, right? And just, yeah. and especially when things get hard, mm-hmm. you know, when you're going through some tricky things, it's like, yeah. remember, you can just tell me the truth, and I'm not going to hate you for very yeah. long. For and- very long. <laughs> <laughs> but I also have um, some key other people in my life, peers that I've invited to that place as well, and there may be a little bit more. Um, willing to speak to me sometimes, I think, than even mm-hmm. my leaders are, um, just because they're not um, in a place of authority over me necessarily. Yeah. And so it's a little bit more open. And so they'll just be like, yeah. hey, what about this? Like, you're doing this. And that, that's kind of weird. And what's mm-hmm. happening here? And like, how's your soul doing in this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they actually will make me take account of yeah. how I'm doing, like how my soul, how's your relationship with Jesus? Like, are yeah. you able to keep your heart in this? Like what's happening here? You know, and it's so beneficial yeah. because I'm a person like, I'll just go, 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 go. And I don't think about like my emotional state really most of the time. I don't think yeah. about like where my soul is or like how I'm processing things until I crash. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, now we got to deal with that's this. That's funny. You know, I was thinking <laughs> when you were saying that, it's like you want somebody in your life that's kind of spiritually sassy. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want somebody that's spicy. Spicy. Yes. You don't want somebody that's like, oh, it's, right? It's that same. I'm just thinking about the people that yeah, it, I would not define like, them as sassy or spicy. Spicy. <laughs> they're a, a jerk. Bit. A jerk. Yeah. They're a little, you know, they'll like tell you, hey, you know, you're acting a little like Satan today. Yeah, <laughs> you I, know? Man, you do. You want yeah. a straight shooter. Listen, if you're going to go to a, an accountant in the natural, 
Right. Right. You want them to tell you the truth. Like you don't want them to be like, well, you don't want them. There's to, a little money missing, but you don't it's want okay. them to kind of you massage know? the books for you a little, cook the books. Yeah, like, are you feeling good about your financial situation? As long as like, as long as you feel good about it, that's all that matters to me. Yeah, the bank, you know, like, the bank doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they don't the, know they want to take your house. And it's the same thing. Yeah. Like if you're talking about like, okay, someone, I'm asking someone, you're asking someone to watch for your life. Mm-hmm. You want someone that's a actually going to be faithful to that, right? That's actually going to watch, mm-hmm. and that too, like when they see something that's dangerous, they're going to say something to you because they care, and yeah. they have a good grasp on the areas where you are doing really well, and they will speak that to you also, mm-hmm. right? That's good. Yeah, boy, that's a, that kind of that kind of love is it's interesting. They call it tough love sometimes, but I don't even know if that's it, but it, it's kind of love that has to be reinforced, has to be reestablished. Like you were saying, I think right. that's a critical component of it. I think you can't just ask for it once mm-hmm. you have to rehearse that, Hey, this is who you are to me mm-hmm. or, yeah. or else you run the risk of like, I said, it's just like you, your child, like David, your little ones, you know, you know, you're going to tell them don't run in the street. You're not going to tell them there are cars and cars sometimes go fast. And, yeah. And actually, we it, saw a squirrel in the road today driving right. to school, and I was yes. like, I almost destroyed that, that squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> I almost killed it. That squirrel was not holding its mommy or daddy's hand. <laughs> right. And you need to hold your dad's hand, right? Wait a minute. Say My yes, grandchildren dad. are scarred. <laughs> It's okay. They don't understand. It's no, fine. but I think if yeah, you put it in terms they understand, but you have yeah. to be truth. You can't right. be you can't uh, massage it over. If someone you don't want someone to be uh, your accountability person, that's not going to be clear to you. Right. Like you don't want to come away from an accountability time with someone going. I wonder what they said. Right. <laughs> fornication good. Fornication not so bad. It's, okay. it's only times. spiritual adultery. Spiritual, it's only spiritual right. fornication. Right, right. It, you know, it's you, okay. you know, it's okay. Jesus loves you. It's okay, Jesus. You know. Oh, so yeah. accountability. It's interesting when you think of this. I think about the people I've set up in my life for accountability, very specific, and I told them I straight up. I do not want to hear like I'm down the road off on some whacked out trail <laughs> spiritually. And then I find out years later, you're like, Oh yeah, I saw that. Right. <laughs> you're right. Like, please Thanks you be the first one to come and tell me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and this is interesting because uh, in the Bible, that thing, you know, that mm-hmm. Bible thing, it's good you book. know, you have that got good book, you know, that David guy who did a lot of interesting stuff, mm-hmm. you know, he, actually submitted himself to accountability with prophets. Back then, I mm-hmm. think that was the relationship between kings and prophets, although right. I think some of those kings wanted to kill off prophets and did. They but did. Uh, they did, yeah. But the, here he was hearing a hard thing, but straight up. He didn't have to, you know, I mean, I like the way, you know, Nathan's like, uh, you know, there's this guy. Let me tell you a story (laughs) of a man named Jeb. (laughs) Poor mountaineer. Uh, No, here's the deal. This is what happens. And this is what you're doing. Now, what are you going to do with this? And so now, I mean, who else was going to be able to tell the king that and get away with their head? He doesn't respond with excuses. He said, I sinned against the Lord. Yes. This is important in accountability, by the way. You yes. don't say, I, yeah, I struggle with that. Right. Oh, yeah, I have a hard thing going on. I made a mistake. Oh, no, it's oh, not I a sin. I did something it's a little a wrong. Uh, you, no, I no. sinned against Yahweh. Yeah, yeah. I sinned against God. 
Yeah. If you admit that, you can you can rise from that. There's a little bit of a start there, isn't there? Yeah. You don't just keep rationalizing things. I've uh, keep avoiding. I've the kind pain. of missed a little bit there. The mark. Missed yeah, I missed all. You know, it's I've got I've gone a little. Satan ashamed. really took me down on that. <laughs> right. One. It's like I, it kind of really makes you. It kind of well. No, you, you disobey. You, you may not be able to relate <laughs> this, but it makes you man up to what you are and who you what you did and who you, you should take account for what you are. <laughs> but both good and bad. Right. Right? Um, yes. Hey, Bass I mean, Bob, I have a yes. question for you. As a pastor, a spiritual oh, leader, oh. how do you how are you accountable while still watching for souls for people? Because you make mistakes sometimes. You have things that could threaten I your, made a your life once. Once or twice. <laughs> you realized you were an idolater at the start of this yes. podcast. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you get help and how do you walk with people that will speak truth to you without kind of ruining the faith of those that you're leading? Does that make sense? Yes. What I'm asking? I think you have to strategically pick people who you know are mature in the Lord as a pastor. If you're talking about a pastor, I don't think you can, you know, you need to be accountable to a baby Christian. Mm-hmm. That's probably not gonna work. <laughs> Although a baby Christian will tell you, they'll call you out on your stuff, right? And I think you, I don't think you're going to put a baby Christian in that position, but you better have an ear to hear because God might use a baby Christian to say, hey, hey, what about that? Mm -hmm. And you better be open to that. That could be God using somebody to speak in the art. And so I think, uh, uh, you know, someone in leadership, they have to be open. This brings me. To my next thought from the mountain. Wow, the air is thin up there. It's very thin. This is the this is the first thought in this area, but I moved up the ladder rather than down the ladder, you know. But the last one is authority. You're going, what? Authority? Authority without oh no. Authority without accountability runs the risk of autonomy from anointing of God. And guidance of God. Uh, read it one more time. Yeah, really? Yeah. Account authority without accountability runs the risk of autonomy from the anointing of God and the guidance of God. Wow. Now that was right from the mountain. That was from the mountaintop. That you know, I was like, wow. So yeah. this um you're asking, you know, pastor things and, you know, a lot of people listening, you know, they're not pastors. Or ministry and, leaders. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Ministry leaders. Uh, you know, maybe you're a leader in your home, maybe you're a leader in your life. You should be. Yeah. But the reality is, is that without that, you, you become a, uh, well, we're back to idolatry. You become a God to yourself. Nobody can speak into your life. Mm. You're always right. Yeah. No matter what, you're always right. And you know what? You'll turn off God too. Mm-hmm. in that process. And I think it does speak to those other things I talked about. Like I went up the ladder instead of down, the humility things. They all kind of yeah. like meld together. And it it brings it brings you to a place uh, at the foot of the cross where like, God, I'm accountable to you and I'm accountable to the rest of the people here at the foot of the cross mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm making myself that. I'm not... I'm not going to pull away from that. Uh, and my authority, because God gives people authority, different measures, different places. My authority is based, it's based in how much accountability I'll have in my life. Mm. Because awesome. you might have a title with no anointing, oh, a yeah. title with no authority. You might have a really great title. You could be the Pope. <laughs> you might, and you might have a big church 
you know, or a big following. Let's say it's not a church, or, you know, but a big following, but no anointing in your life. Or you could have authority and anointing and no fellowship. Yeah. Nobody knows you. You've yes. never been able to be transparent with anybody. Right. You've separated yourself in that autonomy that you talked about. And you have to be the ultimate example. You have to be right. Pope Jesus. You have, you have to be this person that has it all together, that does everything perfect, never makes a mistake. And what a great recipe for burnout. Well, yeah. What an amazing way for people to just fall into sin and flagrant wrongdoing because they're not known by anybody. Right. Nobody knows the real them. They well, also when they yeah. fail, <laughs> not if, but when. Yeah. And we see that happen all the time. I mean, they are they drag a lot of people down that that hole with them because they're a lot of people's faith is in that they they made themselves an idol and so now other people are worshiping that idol and it's a rough it's a rough place and we see that happen all the time yeah. i believe we see people who were had not really intentionally put themselves under authority yeah and said well, you know come to me tell me when i'm screwing up until their sin is so whacked out weird you know and they're you know, they're marrying their secretary and running off to, you know, and, and wait, that guy had a church of 4,000, 8,000 yeah. people. I mean, he must have been, a, you know, top of God's, you know, anointed. He could, people, I saw people get healed by him. Yes, <laughs> you did. God runs his gifts yeah, through people. But what about their accountability? And what about somebody, you know, there was nobody in their life that's a, that saw that and went, hey, Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> what, you know, you have these great gifts, but w what are you doing? Like you're messing around there? Like what are you doing? Uh, you know, they were, you know, it so, would take a risk for someone in that position to admit if anything was wrong. Well, uh, yeah, man. I do think, you know, I'm glad yeah. you brought it to the place of authority because accountability and authority, they are they are linked and they should be that um Someone who really understands authority, they will bring themselves into accountability. They really, because they understand they are not the ultimate authority right. and they need other people to exercise the authority of God <laughs> in their life yeah. and they invite that in. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about this a lot like with, um, with prophets, right? If a mm -hmm. prophet is not willing to be accountable, I would not trust them. I would not mm -mm. listen to the war words. You, they may what about be, the word sounds really good? You know, it may sound right. <laughs> it may even confirm some things in your heart oh. right which is really dangerous but if they're not willing to be accountable i don't believe you should trust and rely on that like right. that's not a person that's trustworthy because they don't <laughs> they have not welcomed um the authority of god in their life they don't see a need for it Above and someone law. who doesn't see the need for the authority of god to be submitted to that i don't believe is a trustworthy person yeah, right absolutely yes. um i want to just talk about what we I love that. If you guys want to talk more about it, you know, please interrupt me. But I'm just going <laughs> to move on to my next question is, what do we lose when we avoid the light, when we avoid accountability? What are we missing out on? Um, I was asking myself this question just to, to kick it off. Um, and there's like there's so much freedom that you miss out on. Just the, the freedom of not carrying secrets. Yeah. The freedom of being known by people, even if it's just a close circle for people that, that really know you. At least you're known. <clears throat> Yeah. You, you're not isolated. God wants you to have that that freedom and that fellowship and, and sharing the real you. That's First John 1, right? Like if you come yeah. into the light, you'll have fellowship with God and with others. Right. That will cleanse you. It will cleanse your life. It'll bring, it'll bring growth. 
Um, connected with that in the next couple of verses is confession. You'd be able to actually speak about what's going on um, and know that there's going to be grace because you're intercepting it early enough along the path that it's not destroying everything in your life. <laughs> yep. um, there's, there's so much security there. Um, and actually there's approval from God there, right? It says that whoever does what's good comes to the light. Yeah. that his deeds may be seen to be done in God. Mm-hmm. There's approval. There's like people cheering you on and saying like, whoa, I love what you're doing. How can I walk with you? How can I pray for you? Um, it brings so much strength. Um, one of the, the best things, like I had such a brotherhood when I was living in Santa Barbara with these, um, in my, my 20s, there was, um, it was probably like seven of us, um, just young guys. And a lot of them, I really looked up to them. They were, you know, they were getting jobs. They were getting married. They were um, serving the Lord in their churches. We were all different churches. And we would just, we would walk with each other. We would pray with each other. We would challenge each other. We'd be like, hey, I'm going to try doing a fasting one day a week. And then we would, we would all do it. And we would come together and and have dinner at the end of the day. And we would, we would talk about it. We'd be like, this week, I'm going to try to share the gospel with a bunch of people. And we would, we would go do it. Or someone would be like, I want to reach city college. And I would go with them. We would pray about it the whole week and then we would go and we would meet people and we would share the gospel with them. And there, there was just so much life of, of running with these people. And I always want to make sure I'm seeking people out where I'm at who, um, who have similar passions and they want to go after the heart of God with everything. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel alone. You feel inspired, you know, and you really miss out on that. If you're not willing to open yourself up, not just the bad parts of your life, but like your dreams in God mm-hmm. and your calling in God. And like, is there a Jonathan out there to the David? Is there somebody that's going to like really go with you? Um, so I, I don't know what you guys think about that. Have you ever experienced, um, you know, something good about, you know, being in a fellowship like that? Either of you guys want to share? Oh, yeah. Anything? Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, like I said, the people I've made myself accountable to, that's a, big part of it i um, at least half i mean mm-hmm. the other half time they're calling me out my bad stuff but yeah. the uh <laughs> but that happens other, too yeah <laughs> yeah but the other side is really uh the inspiration that comes from them mm-hmm. the affirmation the validation it's like no this is you know because you can forget who you are right mm-hmm. i yeah. have before yeah. <laughs> yeah you can forget who you are on in any given day and people who think oh I know who I am. I, my my identity is totally secure. I think you're up for a big fall somewhere <laughs> along the line. Now, granted, today, sitting here today, you might think, I know who I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. But accountability helps you remember that when you're not that in that place. When you're, when you're, or you're questioning, you know, like I believe help my unbelief. What's mm-hmm. wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, so I think that that's a, um, you know, I'm, I think that's a critical spot in our lives. For me personally, I've opened myself up to people for that particular thing because I yeah. there's uh, many times I have tremendous faith f- for things, and sometimes like I'm an unbeliever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I just no seriously, right? Yeah, and it's it, hard. It doesn't mean I don't believe in God, and it doesn't mean I don't have faith. <laughs> it's just for that time, that place, that and thing in my life, I'm questioning i'm not sure mm-hmm. and if you you know it doesn't mean i think god's you know not real and god's not a liar or, you know any of that or i have no calling it, all of those things can be true but we have to bring our faith to our stuff mm-hmm. and that takes uh some watering that takes some accountability that takes someone caring for our souls and our life in god yeah. and to be open to that uh, i think it's it's critical in our lives to be be okay with that like Mm -hmm. oh i actually need that like you know and it takes you know i mean i'm old guy now but 
you know, it took some time. I think there was a long time when I was just a little more haughty mm. <laughs> and just did not mean to be truthful. It was like, I got it, mm. you know? And then, you know, things go down and you're like, oh, I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm called to it, but I don't, I don't got, I'm not, I'm not whole, I'm not apprehending what I was apprehended for. I'm yeah. not, you know, passionately going at, I am not doing what, you know, and why? Cause I've not allowed people to be around me that go, Hey, <laughs> you know, call me out of my stuff, but also call me into my stuff. Right. right. Yeah. Right. You know, so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a, I think anybody who thinks they're they're uh, insulated from or makes themselves insulated from that they're they're in a dangerous place actually. Mm -hmm. uh, seriously, one of the other things you were asking about like, accountability is like when I think of accountability, I also think of a safe place. Yeah, I, I mean, I like you know, it's kind of I think of it like like with my you know your kids, you know, you put up like a fence. Most people would think you're limited. You know, mm -hmm. some people. In their mindsets, in their whack mindsets, go. You're limiting, trapped there. Yeah, you know, you're limiting their ability to experience. It's like, no, you're creating a safe place so they can experience things without dying. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so that when they are older and mature, they can go experience those other things mm -hmm. without dying. <laughs> right, and oh, so, so a safe place is not a limited space. It's actually a safe spot, and then it will grow. It will expand. It, it should. And I think accountability helps us. It helps us mature uh, and uh, be equipped to experience m more, but more right. risk, actually. They're barriers to help you guard your heart because yeah. you want to go in a particular direction. But Jeremiah 17 says your heart's deceitful yes. above all things. So your spirit can be willing, but your flesh can be weak. Yeah. So if you're trying to get free, um, let's say from alcoholism, you should build a lot of barriers in your life so that you can't just go to right. the bar and buy some alcohol. So just right. common sense. Get people in your life, share with people. I mean, that's just, I've, I haven't been through that myself. That's just an example right. that came to my mind. Um, for me with lust, I've already mentioned it. I had to give um, my girlfriend at the time and then my wife the password to my phone for a while. Yeah. Just, that was it. And I actually told my father-in-law to be my struggle, which is Pastor Bob. And I got prayer for deliverance. That was not an easy conversation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like not easy for me to do. But and then he knew about it and he could help me and he could encourage me. Yeah. And it wasn't a secret. And if you're not willing to put these things in place, you're just relying on your heart to always be in a perfect place. And it, it just doesn't happen. You're, you're not going to create consistency and faithfulness without making wise choices and getting wise people positioned in the right place in your life to be free from from things or to spur you on to certain things. So I like that you said that. That's really an important element to like guard yourself um, yeah. with accountability. It's it's a huge benefit of accountability. Um, eventually, when you when you grow, some of those barriers can come off, and you can gain you can gain more leeway. You know, but yeah. why would you do that right off the bat? Why wouldn't you have people really assist you to walk into those things? Right. You know, I love that. On yeah, I was just going to say, mm -hmm. I, I really believe that um, inviting accountability into your life is really inviting the heart of the father mm -hmm. into your life and the love of the father in your life. And that's, I think, actually one of the reasons why people don't do it is because they really don't understand what love actually is, mm -hmm. um, what the heart of the father actually is. And because the father will will correct, but will also love and comfort and, um, bring you up. And that's what accountability is always intended to mm -hmm. do is to yeah. bring you up and to bring you in. 
And so I would just, um, I guess if, if, you know, if someone is struggling with, um, not wanting accountability, not wanting that, um, or being afraid of it, mm-hmm. I would big. really challenge you to examine, um, your view of the father and how that actually relates to your life. And maybe there's something there that you actually need to deal with, with the Lord, because, um, you know, fathers, they bring correction, but they bring so much more. It's the, it's the love. And, and, and really like I saying, accountability is inviting the love of God into your life because accountability yeah. helps you deal with fears that are holding you back. It helps you deal with insecurities. It helps you deal with places where you are just in rebellion but it's never to condemn. It's always to bring you, to bring you higher. So I just, as we're talking, like there's something about understanding and welcoming the love of the father into your life through this method that we call accountability. Um, that is so essential. Yeah. I really like that. Uh, And when, when you're saying, I just kept hearing the Lord saying, you know, I bring life. Mm -hmm. And so when you're welcoming the father and any, aspect of the father that brings accountability which sometimes is people Mm -hmm. then you're actually welcoming his life into your life Mm -hmm. you're actually you know it's it's not a squishing you down it's not it's not that at all it it may people look at correction and and you know they recoil from it Mm -hmm. you know but correction is not uh something to be recoiled from it's something to to help you get more in line you know and, and come off of a path that's like messing you up, mm-hmm. and it's actually an ex- a pure expression of the love of the Father. This is yes. why when you pick somebody to be accountable, you know, accountable to, you want somebody that has the love of the Father, right? You have someone who has your not just your interest in mind, but your life in right. mind. Like they right. they care about your life, and 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 they're willing to bring the life of the Father into your life, right. however it looks. However it looks. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not about just dealing with sin or just dealing yeah. with calling right. out, you know, things that are keeping you. It is like like remember the word God spoke to you? Yeah. Like what about that? Yeah. What are you doing with that? Like the body needs that. Like come on, let's let's and I'll walk with you and I'll walk with you in your in your faith struggles and yeah. the places when you get wounded from trying to break through something, mm. you know. It's like I'll yeah. be there with you, but what about like we're what about that? You know, mm. calling into account the gifts and the promises and the anointing on your life and the assignment on your life and the purpose, you know, it's like, that is the, mm-hmm. that's the heart of the father also. Cause the father is not just to correct, but to actually like call you mm-hmm. up to, to, yeah. to your true self, to your true identity and, and like cover you when you do that and walk mm-hmm. with you through that. You know, it's like, that's, it's so that's the great part <laughs> yeah. of accountability yeah. Yeah. is, is all of those things. And we, we all need that. Like yeah. we, you know, like God will convict of sin when yeah. a lot, when, as you get mature, you kind of like, mm-hmm. you learn how to recognize that, but mm-hmm. you always need people to say like, this is what I see in you. Mm-hmm. Like, are, are you bringing your faith to that? Right. Like, or have you hit a wall? Like, let me bring my faith right. with you and let's break through this together. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. It was funny because last night we were discuss- having mm-hmm. some discussions about different things and, and the prophetic. And this morning I woke up and started reading through a bunch of prophecies that had been given to me over the last, you know, almost 50 years. And um, it was, you know, it inspired me to that, that thing inspired me to actually see again how God sees me. Right. 
you know? And I'm like, uh, it, re, it reminded me, I was like, oh, you did say that. You promised that to mm -hmm. me. And uh, it uh, kind of brought like a life into me, but it was because we're, you know, we're in each other's lives. We're accountable to each other. We, ha we allow, uh, sometimes if you open up your life to someone in accountability, they will speak into your life even when they don't know they're speaking into your life. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. It, no, they, yeah. because they're, mm -hmm. you're, they're in your life. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. I don't know yeah. where we're going. This I, uh, is a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pathway of the righteous grows brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter till yeah. the full light of day. Yeah. And God's like, come out in the light. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. Right. I know you. Even the worst thing that you could bring out, I'll love you. Mm -hmm. I want to cleanse you. Actually, I want you to be in fellowship because it's in fellowship that our joy is made complete. Mm -hmm. And you can have this joy of having no secret, just being completely known by God and, and completely known by other people. That's where love can really flourish because there's no pretense. Like Paul wrote, let love be without hypocrisy. Right. Let love be without pretense. If you're not willing to come in the light, all there is is pretense. And you don't even know if you're loved at all. Yeah, You've never admitted the truth of yourself to God or anyone else. Mm -hmm. So you're like, well, God might love this fake version of me or people might love this fake version of me. Mm -hmm. So, but if you bring the real you, it's always surprising that God goes, yeah, I already knew that. I love you. I, I created you in Christ. There's never been a time I didn't love you. It's never dependent on anything that you've done. I just want you to be filled with all the fullness of me. I want Christ to dwell in your heart through faith. I want to strengthen you by the Holy Spirit so he's able to dwell there, Ephesians 3, right? right. He is trying to prepare a place to live in you. And so you can have all of him manifest in you. And why wouldn't you want that? You're really ripping yourself off if you hide in darkness. If you hide in darkness, like you're not experiencing the fullness of him. You're not changing his love. You're not hosting it. Like you're not coming into it. You're not being willing to partner with his discipline and with his his grace and his fullness. Um, so I would just invite you to do that, knowing um, the greeting you're going to get from the Father, the welcome you're going to get from him. And by the way, when you get that from him and then someone brings a struggle to you, you're going to be like, I love you so much. Let's let's come out. Yeah. So um, let's pursue accountability. We love you. <laughs> See you next time. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.